0: Hey guys again thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show and if you love what you see and i know you do please rate review and subscribe it would mean so much to us yeah it absolutely means the world to us helps us get out to a wider audience really just capture more people that we can help you with the show again you're getting value check us out thank you again so grateful to you and so i just had ang tang on the show from Tozy capital and really just a dynamic interview Uh, he is looking to disrupt the space and where they are a tech company that happens to invest in real estate. And they're looking to create something that can really provide education for investors who have traditionally just invested in one different platform or have a high paying job and on that are having huge tax hits each year. So they're looking to find tax advantage, high uh, cash flowing assets. And he's talked about the struggles of just building out this platform, but how he's using his experience um, back since 2008, buying all kinds of properties um, within Southern California, moving from two families and three families and four families to now investing in uh, 400 unit properties in Kansas City, 1100 unit storage units up in Lansing, Michigan. And he just got a great story. he was born in a refugee camp here in America and built himself into a place where he was able to leave a lucrative career at Apple, where at last he speaks on, on the show, um, he was managing, I believe, 1,200 people um, in their in real estate investment firm. Uh, and he really just wanted to do this full time to focus on real estate because he loves talking to people, loves helping educate his investors, and loves helping people learn how to do the same thing that he's doing. He's just a phenomenal educator, and we're really just going to gain a lot from this story. So check it out. Enjoy. All right. So welcome back to the Jason and Piede Project. Thank you again for all the listeners out there. We've just had a super month. Excited for today's show. We're going to talk about how we can instead looking at real estate just from a component of the place, but taking it from a tech side. We have Eng Tang here. Hey, Eng, how are you? Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for being here. And, you know, it's very interesting because there's a lot of things that seemingly happen over time that that we take for granted, right? As as we grow, um, we take for granted that we've had it this way and we assume that that's the way it has to be, right? So people have been buying real estate for for hundreds and hundreds of years right so the process just it's something that just kind of repeats and there's not much growth when you see other industries right like you think of of the car industry now just like the transformation we've taken there or just even going back to space and when we look at something like real estate it almost becomes the same thing in repetition there's not a lot of growth and we've seen and we've actually interviewed a lot of people recently who are looking to do a lot of things to just really disrupt the space, right? I, I've seen it from the property management side, from the leasing side, and now you're talking on the investment side, right? So you're, you're not a real estate company, but the way you phrased it offline was that you're, you're a tech company that just happens to invest in real estate. So there's a lot of questions that we can unravel there, but before we do, why the real estate space? What, what as a tech company draws you to real estate?
1: That's a great question. I think of real estate as the product um, and the uh, users as investors. It's a two-sided marketplace we're trying to build. And with any two-sided marketplace, you need to find investments and deals, and then you find investors and capital and match them together. My background of investing personally in real estate for the last 12 years has made me very familiar with real estate investing as a product. And then my past, seven years working on consumer facing products and I've been working on Apple Music. I helped grow that from uh, zero subscribers to 50 million subscribers. I have a really good sense of how to create great user experience and easy, seamless flow for a user and investor to make quick decisions, informed decisions, and make it as painless as possible. With today's you know apps, everybody wants to have something that's clickable and that you don't necessarily have to talk to somebody. I think if you can create something like that, you create something that's much more accessible. Real estate investing for the longest time has been rich people investing $1 million, $5 million checks on really large deals. I think I'm trying to hopefully make real estate investing more accessible and really bring a lot of the great things about real estate, which is compound interest, tax advantage, cash flow, and leverage to the masses.
0: So when you look at the property from Tozy Capital, like what you're looking to, to offer, is it that you will source operators and, and partner with operators or that you will actually, your team, noting that you your real estate background will go out there and source the deals and then help investors through the platform? Or is it a combination?
1: It's a combination. If I was just doing the deal myself as a lead sponsor, and I've done that in the past and I still do that now. I couldn't do as money as I need to do to get the scale benefits of a platform play. Yeah. Aggregation theory means you need to create a lot of scale and things get easier. And uh, if I'm doing it by myself, I would, be, I would be the bottleneck. It doesn't matter how many people I hire, I would still be the bottleneck. Uh, so I do a mix of both partnering with local partners, local sponsors, uh, people that I trust, people who I can learn from, uh, but also doing myself. And the reason why I just don't do the local partnerships and the partnerships in general, is because I want to learn as much as possible from this whole process and provide education and material that informs my investors.
0: Is that what you feel is missing out there today from some of the other spaces that may be available that are offering real estate in some denomination, in a number of different asset classes that the lack of education going in there is hindering people from getting involved
1: yeah definitely one of the things that really spurred me on to create what i've created i i led a a 1500 person uh, real estate investment group at apple um, and i just recently left apple uh, and that really taught me what people knew what didn't they didn't know and what people wanted to learn um, and I never pitched anything to the group. I always tried to provide value in telling them my story of how I went out to Kansas City, for example, and bought real estate. Or bought real estate just remotely and how to place property management on it. And to do the simple things that potentially you and I take for granted, but is very foreign for somebody in tech who has a really high paying job, who has a very demanding job, but don't know how to invest in real estate
0: interesting so talk to us about your real estate background what what, your core folks you said go to Kansas City what what are your target uh, properties where did you cut your teeth
1: so I cut my teeth in a really opportune time 2008 uh, and I bought in Southern California where I grew up Uh, and I've been buying Southern California triplex quadplex triplex those were like the patterns I bought uh, because that was an accessible thing everyone probably starts there because they think they can and it you know it was for me it was burr method by rehab refinance hold cash flow and on day one cash flow for those properties were really good since 2015 california is a no-go for me yeah. uh, regulations high uh, low cap rates compressed cap rates low value you just can't really get the same type of value you can get in the midwest in kansas city specifically so over the past four years i've been investing more in kansas city and more in larger scale assets and right now i'm actually closing on a 426 unit apartment building portfolio in kansas city
0: it's amazing and so the scalability that allows you to do right so your your price per unit your overall value for the property compared to your your rent that you can potentially get Landlord efficiencies, just a number of different things work in your favor when you do that. And when you were working at Apple, was, was there some questions that continue to pop up that, that people are lacking on the education space? It just seems to be that repetitive question that, that you are seeking to answer with Tozi.
1: A, lo- a lot of the questions stem from people's personal experience with real estate. And I think it's very relatable. When people think about real estate, they think about buying a house and then potentially buying another house and then renting out the previous house. And if they live in the Bay Area, which is where most tech investors and tech employees live and where I live, um, you can't make money. You're losing money. You're basically hoping to break even, but you're probably losing money. You're hoping for depreciation. And so telling them that you can actually cash flow is one thing. And telling them that the cost of capital and opportunity cost investing is better elsewhere. And then telling them that you can get tax-free a cash flow from depreciation, bonus depreciation, that essentially defers all cash flow for future. Um, that's something that people gravitate towards a lot. I think if you lead with taxes, and then you then you get, get into tax uh, cash flow, that's the key.
0: Yeah, and I, I can see that. It's a, and that's the good reason for you to know your investor base, right? I believe sometimes operators will get stuck in the term of, I have the best deal ever, but they haven't understood how that can benefit the investor, right? Because some may be looking for the cash flow, Some may be, you know, just banking on the appreciation or the depreciation or the tax advantages, right? And so knowing who you're talking to and how you can help and aid their sword point, that can be really beneficial to you as an operator to know how you can help them right and so when you look at the tech industry and and just high paying jobs well that that does come with a lot of taxes so if they can find a way to offset those taxes i.e real estate and especially now for the point depreciation, going in um that's that's just a a through line that hits home with so many so when 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 you've now created josie is is the goal to go strictly at after Larger properties, like you're scaling into now, uh, commercial properties that that offer the most economies of scale, or will it be a a mixed opportunity of, of single-family houses, storage units, mobile home parks, any opportunity that that fits with having a strong operator and, and solid returns?
1: Our criteria is tax advantage, high cash-flowing assets, and so that doesn't specifically to multifamily multifamily I love multifamily because that's what I've been doing for a long time and but it's a compressed cap rates those are the most valuable assets out there right now yep. you also can get the cheapest financing Freddie Fannie mm-hmm. providing amazing financing right now and it hasn't been it's never been cheaper to buy multifamily on affordability and cash flow perspective but I also do real uh, I have a self-storage um, asset that I have in the contract 1100 units in Opportunity Zone, another great tax advantage rate right, to invest, basically the sale of stocks. And as anyone following the stock market nowadays, it's very volatile, but it's gone up a lot. And a lot of my investors have made a lot of money and they want to not pay those taxes. And they didn't know that they could not, not have to pay those taxes. So being able to invest that those capital gains into Opportunity Zone that still generates cash flow, that still generates the depreciation benefits that provides leverage, that's a really great opportunity for me.
0: So the, the 1100 unit, is that also in Kansas City or a different market?
1: That's a different market. That's in Lansing, Michigan. Uh, the reason why I choose specific markets is mostly because of partnerships and people I know. There's a lot of markets that I would not go to. Um, and I really have three criteria. One is... Is there population growth? Is there job growth? And is there crime decrease? A lot of metro areas, MSAs, fit that bill. Phoenix, is the love. It's a very competitive market. Dallas, Houston, Austin. But there's also a lot of cities in the Midwest, Rust Belt cities, that don't fit those criteria. And even they have great cap raising, great year one cash and cash. It's hard to. By taking uh, taking ship here, um, so you, I really want to make sure I invest in strong fundamental cities and metros, but mm-hmm. also partner with strong uh, developers and and local uh, operators.
0: And so, the, when the Tozi model, that's going to talk to why you're targeting these markets with the investments. How is the user experience? Uh, going to, to transcend what's available right now because you talked I think offline a little bit about finding the Robin Hood feel that, it, that a lot of investors have taken to for of course stocks how are you going to bring that element into investing with real estate
1: yeah that's a great question I, I'm an investor myself and I find a lot of things lacking a lot of people's investment opportunities um i love investing in other people's deals Um, and i provide through juniper squared now but other platforms and products i'm leveraging and building right now to provide a seamless easy way to invest so that includes multi-distributions that includes up-to-date notifications in-app notifications uh, video speeds and a way for folks to feel more intimately connected with the real estate Imagine having a video feed that is curated, that shows the property, that highlights people moving in, that highlights uh, the joy that people get from being in a community. It um, creates a really great feedback loop. In addition, then you have the fashion mechanisms of seeing your portfolio go up and down in terms of the cash flow. Obviously, it's not going to go up and down uh, if it's an illiquid asset. But it will you see that oh I'm, every month I'm getting this cash flow. It's a really great way to hook people in, create a very close proximity to a Robinhood, a road Um and then final steps is to make it as easy as possible to invest. Click in one-click uh, solution, just like going on Amazon and buying a book.
0: Interesting. So, in regards to, is there any? SEC requirements or other things that are going to cross this threshold that, that will have to come through the platform or, or what, what will be the offering status that will be presented?
1: Yeah, so there's a couple of legal uh, issues that we're trying to solve for here now. now. Um, but I don't think it's what's been in precedent needs to be in the future. Uber, for example, basically created a whole new mechanism of creating transportation and not really be calling, being called a taxi company. Um, sure, I'm working with really a lot of smart people to figure that space out. Fundrise does it in Correct. a manner. They yes. do regulation uh, A um, fund- funding. Um, and right now we're experimenting with a lot of different things. Um, from the financing and securities perspective, we're, st- we're still being very compliant on all of it. Um, but we're trying to c- craft the user experience to make it even more streamlined.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what you do there, right? Because because it does it allows. I think maybe the minimum is maybe a thousand dollars, right? So so the entry point is um, is definitely approachable for a, for a lot of people. Where where typically, if you were to do a straight syndication, most times. Maybe a twenty-five thousand-hour minimum, but at best fifty thousand-hour minimum for a person who's just understanding and trying to learn real estate. That that can be a high hurdle rate for someone to jump into just out of the gate, especially if they're looking to create a, a diversified platform. Right. So if they're looking to, to be in, you know, a four hundred twenty-six unit in uh, Kansas City, and then eleven hundred storage unit in Lansing, Michigan well, it, it may keep people on the sideline because they can't do both, right? Um, and having the app experience, right, that that's with the move around where, where being able to be mobile and see the activity of the deals, I think that's really going to give you the opportunity to stand out. I, there's a couple of platforms that haven't taken that jump yet, but the, the desktop allocation is, is simply just completely moving out the window, right? Like who's jumping on the desktop to, to check out really what's happening. Um, what What are the biggest hurdles that you're facing right now? Besides, of course, the, the regulation standpoint um, to taking this to the next step.
1: Right now is deal flow. Uh, I have two deals in the contract. They're great deals, but they're taking a long time to... Uh find and acquire i make offers on multiple deals every week and i have a fairly high threshold for where i need our returns to be for our investors um right now transaction market is pretty light as you can imagine with COVID, a lot of people are refinancing or just holding on so i imagine 2021 would be a bigger year for transactions um, i think right now i'm trying to create as many relationships as possible talking to lenders and brokers that might be a good partner, um, understanding what it takes to comply with Freddie and Fannie financing rules, uh, understanding what it takes to invest in in MSAs like Kansas City. So I met with civic leaders and I understood what their plans are for cable car expansion, for example. Um, hmm. It is the kind of connections that I'm trying to create. Um, I was just in Kansas City last week, had a lot of barbecue, met a lot of great people, and put a name to your face. Uh, and that's really important. In out of state.
0: Yeah, and that's great. And so what are the return metrics that you're looking for for your investors that, that are gonna fit the protocol?
1: So they're typically double digit cash flow, year one double digit cash flow. It's a really high cash flow real investing. Um, potentially sometimes 16 to 18% IRR uh, I'm really looking and creating a feel for uh, income streams that are tax advantage and that can compete against buying uh, uh, in ETF right and people yeah. should consider okay I'm gonna buy ETF it's not gonna have any dividends it's gonna have appreciation potentially but I'm gonna be stressed and worried about it or I'm gonna diversify and it's really not or, it's an and, diversify into something like a Koji Capital and get 10% cash flow uh, every month on an annualized basis. And then get a K1 that helps offset that, that tax.
0: Mm-hmm yeah i love this and so i wish you the best with this i know you guys are going to do a lot of damage here really creating a great environment for investors to really have a platform that they can go to and get involved in a number of different asset classes really providing what you said here right you you talk to tax advantages first you, you look at high cash flowing assets second that hits so many needs that investors really need especially today if you're looking at the stock market i mean there's there, there's no rhyme or reason, right? So you, if you're thinking and you're even closer to retirement and if you have your money sourced in the stock market, uh, you know, I may be biting my biting my fingernails if uh, if that was the case. So um, yeah, kudos to you. It's really exciting. For everyone listening, where's more that you can learn about you, your company, um, and the platform?
1: Yeah, please go to Tosi Capital, T-O-U-Z-I Capital.com. feel free to sign up and schedule time with me. I really enjoy talking to folks. Um, It's one of the reasons why I left Apple full-time because my calendar is packed half the day with just talking to new investors and just people who want to learn but it it gives me a lot of energy and joy uh, helping people get started in this space. I think all of us should be moving towards being a professional investor. That's sure. what all of our careers should end up being. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm um, hope, hopeful that Tozi Capital, with Tozi, by the way, means to invest uh, your capital. That's um, uh-huh. so really, I think it's a really cool plan where so my wife came up with the name. Uh, uh, and, I, and I'm trying to also launch another um, education platform, Financial Freedom Decoded. This is really to provide free and informative on uh, this uh, impactful understanding of how to get to financial freedom through real estate investing and tax advantage strategies
0: yeah I love that financial freedom decoded Tozy Capital to invest I, I love it so and thank you so much for coming on the show super appreciate your time
1: thanks thanks for having me on
0: thank you and of course thank you to listeners we'll talk to you soon join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon live every day, bringing us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check us out. Can't wait to see you.